This episode of The Patch is sponsored by Hulu Plus. Hulu Plus lets you binge on thousands of hit shows anytime, anywhere on your TV, PC, smartphone, or tablet. Support this podcast and get an extended free trial of Hulu Plus when you go to HuluPlus.com slash patch. That's HuluPlus.com slash patch. This episode of The Patch is sponsored by Nature Box. Order great tasting, healthy snacks right to your door. Forget the vending machine and get in shape for summer with healthy, delicious treats like everything bagel sticks. Support this podcast and get 50% off your first order. Go to NatureBox.com slash The Patch. Hey, hey everyone, hi. welcome to the patch. the patch, the the authority on video game discussions Absolutely. in We're the world. Very... Like our gaming and our games mixing the one right here. <laughs> We're so credible. This week with Gus, Ashley, Ray, and Gus, Yeah, also known as Ray Senior. You don't sound very enthusiastic about the second Gus we've got on today. Uh, no, I'm, I'm excited to have Ray Double here. Double Gus action. No. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, just, I'm, I'm a little intimidated. He's like the younger, better looking version of me. I have to shave. But my I, I strive to be that when I grow I, up. I had to shave my beard yeah. in order to differentiate myself. Um, okay, so yesterday I got about five billion tweets. Oh, sent did something to me. happen yesterday? <laughs> yeah, something yeah. happened. Um, apparently, it was the day before the Candy Crush IPO. Everyone wanted me to talk about that today. Yeah, now, well, everyone wanted to be the first to tell me that Oculus was purchased by Facebook for in, a lot of money for two billion dollars, or one eighth of a WhatsApp, or one tenth of a WhatsApp. Yeah, the calculation comes out funny because WhatsApp was nineteen million, yeah. so it's not. Yeah, let's say one tenth mm, or yeah. four times. Has WhatsApp maker. been around for a while? I found out about it like a few months ago. Uh, I used to use it when I was living in Australia because a lot of the overseas mobile manufacturers, mm. I guess they are not manufacturers. Sorry, they're like the telcos. They still ha- charge you per text. Oh, okay. And it could be like a like a quarter, whereas the data was way cheaper. Yeah. So that's what I used for um, texting and also internationally too. It's okay. like for a ages and ages. iMessage if your phone doesn't have iMessage, iMessage for like yeah. non-iOS devices yeah. or pre-iMessage. Yeah. yeah, it is Pretty nice cool. that you can do it cross-platform too. So, mm-hmm. Well, that's old news. Yeah. The current hotness is Oculus being purchased by Facebook for $2 billion. People are so mad. Yeah, people are mad. People and and people have been telling me, you know, tweeting at me like, "Oh, it turns out you were right. You were right." Like, I'm I'm not right. I did not predict that. I would love to take credit and say that I was right about that. I did not see that coming in a billion years. No, um, I think they're they maybe they're telling you that you're right because now everyone suddenly thinks that yesterday or no, day before yesterday, yeah. I guess Oculus was the greatest thing on the planet. Now and then just like that, totally gonna fail, them. which yeah. you know well, you. We'll, sort of we'll see. I mean, Facebook doesn't have the best track record when it. I mean, they're a software company. You know, mm-hmm. they're uh, they're not a hardware company. In fact, we had to look it up. I, I was like, did they, didn't, didn't Facebook make a phone? And yeah, last year they had the Facebook first, or sorry, the HTC first, which was which is great, which was a Facebook phone yeah. that which debu- everyone uses. Debuted at ninety nine dollars and was almost immediately discounted to, to ninety nine cents. Now I kind of want to get one of those. If you can get one for a dollar, yeah. just- now it's the HTC second. Uh, so i mean you know they're very focused on social and uh web development Mm -hmm. i don't know how oculus fits into that strategy um you know i guess like the big platform for them is obviously advertising Mm -hmm. and uh games you know microtransactions i I just don't see it they just have so much money they're like we'll buy it see what happens Mm -hmm. if not then we'll just eat it (laughs) yeah no big deal yeah it seems like that's going to be the eventual path well i mean that's what i would think yeah In, in like three years you'll hear like Oh yeah, they discontinued. It. Yeah, you know they they disbanded the team. They sold off the you know the the, the people already property. given up on the Oculus Rift. They're like Sony. What's the Sony thing? The Morpheus. Morpheus. They're like you're the new one. Please don't <laughs> disappoint us. Well, at the time when uh, Sony announced the Morpheus, I didn't understand why they were making their own headset. That was like, this week, right? Or was it, it was last week? Last, 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 last week at GDC. Yeah. 
uh, I thought, well, if they're going to do this, why not just use the Oculus? You know, why not? Why don't we just standardize on VR headsets? Yeah. Now, now, now Sony looks like a fucking genius yeah. <laughs> making their own headset. Well, Oculus said that they weren't really interested in consoles in the first place. Um, to hear the founder uh, Palmer Lucky tell it, like consoles can't do anything. Right, um, but I think uh, the Eve Online people were making that Valkyrie game for the PS4. Uh, oh, I guess they were going to use Oculus on the PC and maybe Morpheus on yes, the PS4. That's okay, exactly that makes a lot right. more sense. Um, and to some degree, I actually get it. Uh, the the parallel he drew is that they want to be able to make iterations and improvements every year. Whereas, and with PC, there's always new hardware coming out. It's always becoming more powerful. Whereas consoles, they have a, a life cycle of in. you know the last what was the last one like seven eight years for the last generation. Uh, eight years I think for the Xbox 360. Xbox. 2005 to last year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah not so, to say that Xbox 360's life. Span is over, but now there is a new iteration. So this is a guy. Okay, so <laughs> let me get this straight. <laughs> okay, here we go. So this guy is selling you a computer peripheral that he's telling you he wants to make it outdated every year and make you buy a new one every year. It's like if you bought a mouse yeah. and, the, 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 and like the mouse manufacturer is like, well, fuck that mouse. That one's old. Here's the new mouse. Kind like, of. Shouldn't it's a never-ending circle. Well, yeah, it's like it's a never-ending circle of money for but them. But at the same time, P- a lot of PC gamers are used to that upgrading. I mean, they just announced what uh, a 5K ready a GPU that's going to cost like $3,000 just on its own. I think it was a 6K GPU. It's the, oh my the, God. Uh, the NVIDIA Titan X. At, at some You're point, just, I can't count words that high. To me. Yeah, it's, a, <laughs> it, it's, supposed, it's supposed to support 6K resolution. I think it has 12 gigabytes of onboard video RAM. If uh, memory, I'm, work, I'm working off memory here. It was not in my talking points, but I'm pretty sure it's 12 gigabytes of video RAM, which is absolutely ridiculous. That's a lot of money for one piece. Yeah. <laughs> it's an important piece, though. Yeah, it is. But that's the kind of stuff that PC can do. Yeah. You know, and who knows how cheap that's going to be in two years. Yeah, it's true. Like, I mean, I've got uh, a gaming PC with two 780, you know, GTX 780s. I thought that was awesome. Now it's like, about it. Yeah, now this shit comes out. I'm going to fucking buy new shit. Forget They're about like it. They're like outdated within months. It's like, oh, this is the like the top thing. And then months later, it's like, all right, well, I mean, it was cool. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess two gigabytes yeah. of video was yeah. fine. <laughs> what about 12? Um, so uh, I guess related to the Oculus news, I guess mm-hmm. Notch has said that they're not going to make Minecraft for the Oculus Rift after all. He which finds is, Facebook creepy. Yeah, he finds Facebook creepy. He's um, actually very level-headed about his explanation, though. I mean, it was he was saying that uh, that Facebook doesn't have a great history with games in general. That uh, that <coughs> Facebook basically decided they wanted to be more social, and so they more or less forced all the game developers to head in that social direction. And, you know, a lot of uh, game developers are actually leaving Facebook now because the mobile market's kicked up so much. Uh, but he finds Facebook, yeah, creepy because of, of all the information that it stores and is looking yeah. at. Um, you know, it's, it's funny you say that, you know, people, the game developers are leaving Facebook because that, that's a great segue to the, hey. uh, the King IPO, which happened today. Um, so, Candy, you know, the makers of Candy Crush, King Entertainment or whatever, uh, had their IPO today, New York Stock Exchange. Their symbol's King, K-I-N-G. Oh, um, God. It uh, debuted at twenty two fifty, and I believe it closed the day at nineteen dollars, which is like yes. down fifteen percent. Fuck you! King. I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> so I'm it's just like rooting it, against them because I kind of feel like they're little, they're the big jerks. Yeah. So, so if, I if, don't, I don't play their games. I don't have an opinion on the games themselves. I just think the company's kind of a jerk, so I want it to go down. Well, if you think about it this way, this will make you feel even better, yes. better about it. So if their IPO was initially evaluated, I'll say, I think it was at seven point six billion dollars, but for ease of ease. For ease of math, I'll say we'll round down to seven okay. billion. Okay. If they lost fifteen percent of their value, they lost a billion dollars today. They wow. lost half of Oculus Rift. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy. They lost, they the lost Instagram. 
<laughs> they lost on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I guess people people were not excited about it. And a few weeks ago when we were talking about it, we we didn't really understand it. We we speculated at the time that this would happen and that it wouldn't really succeed because this is this is a platform. This is where your segue kicks yeah. in. Apparently, they have their website. I don't know what it is. It's like... Uh, King.com. Something like, it's like yeah. Candy yeah, it's King. I think like it's that. Candy Kingdom oh. or something like that. Cute. And you go and Aww. they have a whole bunch of games. Like, uh, and it's kind of like their test bed. It's where they see how people play the games, what games are popular, and that's what helps them determine what to turn into an app and make mobile. So, how have any of their games made it past Candy? Like, made it into the real life beyond Candy Crush? Because isn't that the only one that people play? Well, Candy Crush accounts for seventy-eight percent of their revenue. So, but, yes, <laughs> basically. But they have three of the top ten highest-grossing apps in the uh, uh, in the iTunes Store as well as the Android Marketplace. All time or current? Current. Okay. Uh, so it's obviously Candy Crush yeah. Saga, uh, Farmville Heroes. They're behind. They're not behind. Farmville. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not Farmville Heroes. Uh, shit. Something else. Heroes. It's something Heroes. I gotta candy look it Heroes. Up. Saga my, Heroes. Hero Saga. Heroes. Uh, can... Are all their games just like rehashes of other games? Like Candy Crush is obviously like Bejeweled. So it's it's funny you say that. I you know I've uh... Jeff's been playing that game nonstop like the man he is, and he's like Bejeweled he comes to the uh, candy, candy Crush. Crush. He comes to the achievement office. Achievement office. Like yeah, I got past level ninety. Whatever. We're like eh, Jeff. Way to go. What does that mean? Yeah. Uh, farm Heroes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> so you could see why I confused yeah. it with Farmville Heroes. Um, so I was listening to an interview with the CEO. He was on CNBC this morning talking about their IPO and mm. their portfolio and stuff. And he actually mentioned Bejeweled. He's like, we know how to make these great games. Just And he's like, like you know, Candy Crush Saga, Bejeweled. I was like, he fucking said it. Like, <laughs> like no he one, made Bejeweled. Is no one going to call him out on it? Uh, it was a, it, it was it was it's fucked up. Maybe like maybe we maybe some he used to work at PopCap and worked on Bejeweled at PopCap and then made a, a jump sorry, and to something else. I it's farm, trying to give him the benefit of the Farm Hero Saga. Oh, oh, of course it is. And uh, pa- Papa Gear Saga, Pet Rescue Saga. I think Pet Rescue Saga was the other like super popular one. I've uh, never but they have any they have these games. they have a catalog. This this is a company that's been around since 2003. I learned today. They've been around a long time. They have a catalog of over 180 games. One game accounts for 78% of their revenue. That's that's a fucking warning sign. You know what's another weird thing? And I they're also of, dicks. Yeah, yeah and they're dicks. Mark Candy and Saga. Banner Saga. Uh, one, I heard a weird stat that uh, a half percent of mobile game players account for over 50% of mobile game market transaction revenue. They're the whales. A half percent of gamers... Hmm. Do the, half the spending on all mobile games. That's the, a lot. Is the other half is of the that spending like in-game purchases or actual like games? I think it's in-game purchases. The all the microtransaction stuff. And all I can think of is those are like the nine-year-olds who are just buying all the stuff on their <laughs> iPad and pissing their parents yep. off. I was going to say is the other fifty percent nine-year-olds and drunk people who are like hitting the wrong buttons. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a crazy stat. I mean, do you remember there was that kid in the UK who ran up like a. Oh, God, was it? I want to say it was $10,000, but I'm sure that I hope that's way off. I'm going to look it up, though, because it was an insane amount of money that he just ran up in a couple of minutes on his iPad. Yeah. Um, well, it's it, before people used to always worry, you know, when the App Store first launched, there were apps like that one that was called I'm Rich, yeah. which was a $10,000. I remember that. It was like just, just a red jewel. Yeah, it just, made a red, just had a red jewel on it. Yeah. Uh, okay, I was way off. It was $1,600. That's still a lot of uh, money. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Uh, in just a few minutes, yeah, that's that's fucked up. Oh, and here's another one for six thousand. See, and right. the thing that pisses me what off about is, that how is does that happen? people get upset about that, right? Yeah. So now you know 
Apple and Google have to put in protection. So, you know, before you make a microtransaction, they make you type in your password, password again. Yeah. I don't want to type my password. I wish I could flag my account like, I know what I'm doing. I'm, don't make me retype my shit. Like there should be like an I'm a big boy setting? Yeah, right. Because now when I get it, I'm like, if, the, if my touch ID doesn't work, I'm like, I don't want to type my password. Yeah. Oh, you, <laughs> like, got, you got the one with the, the, I, yeah. one with the thumb sensor? If my thumb sensor How like, does doesn't work. How does that work? It works okay. Hmm. It's, uh, it works better than I expected, but it's not perfect. Can you do all your fingers? You can do eight, I think. We figured out. <laughs> Fuck you, other two <laughs> yeah. fingers. Fuck we, you, thumbs. We figured out that um, that Joe the cat is able to um, work the screens. Well, not work them, but but the screens on the iPhone respond to him. So we have a theory that, um, and this is inspired by Gavin. Yeah. That we could totally use Joe the cat's butthole. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or you could use his paw, you yeah, know, I mean. if you want to keep it sanitary. <laughs> no, his his paws are filthy. <laughs> They're probably worse than his ass. Probably. She's tearing up. Yeah. She's so fucking <laughs> proud of this. She's like got the tears right in the laughter. That's so funny. Um, yeah, God, that's so gross. I can't imagine living a life where my butthole is cleaner, cleaner than, than my, my hand. <laughs> that's awful. Uh, that's cat life. Yeah. In, 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 in other news, in other ridiculous gaming yep. news, this is something Ashley pointed out to me earlier, that uh, Wolfenstein The New Order has a collector's bundle coming out for $100 that does not include the game. And they tout it like that's a great thing. It, yeah, it comes with uh, a little mechanical, what do they call it, a panzerhound? It's yeah, like, yeah, the mechanical uh, like dog. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it, that looks really cool, but the whole thing is $100. Panzerhund. And the, the panzerhund is the only thing that i can see being the super valuable part although it looks like there's some art books and other stuff as well mm-hmm. which is cool but is it a hundred dollars cool if you don't even get the game i mean well, it's no titanfall magic there's no titanfall 15 inch statue or whatever that was mm. that was pretty or what if you play the game you really like it and then you're like all right i guess i'll get the stuff yeah i guess there's yeah. they're only making five thousand though you got to make a commitment now yeah if not, it's going to end up at a fucking garage sale for like five bucks. Yeah, I guess they were saying that they're like, this is so cool because this means that we can send it to you before the game comes out. You don't have to wait. Well, they're spinning it, yeah. Yeah. Why, why would they do that? Like, Maybe try something new. Why, yeah, but I, mean, I, I guess know. if it's an experiment, if it's just 5000 yeah. they can they can see how it goes. But I don't understand the market for it, I guess. Like, who would be like, yes, I'm going to Well, people that. like collecting statues and stuff. People do like art books and right. whatnot. But, but they like the game, They too. also do like the game. Of- <laughs> it's like it should at least come with like... A download code and be like, yeah. you can't get the game now, but the day but the game's available, out, you can no. put this code in and you can get the game. Exactly. So, I don't know. It, seem, it seems weird to me. They also, in, they also had other news uh, today, straight the 26th? Yeah, they had other news today. They brought up their release dates. Uh, so now the Which game you is launching. see a game coming out earlier than yeah, anticipated. The game is launching globally May 20th. Previously, it was going to launch Australia May 22nd and Europe May 23rd. And the U.S. of course, May twenty, Wait, May twentieth. I think May twentieth is also when that giant limited edition thing comes out. Really? I think so. <laughs> you gotta look that up. I am looking that up right now because that. <laughs> I'm excited ridiculous for that game. If it's true. It looks I, like that shit crazy. I, I love Wolfenstein yeah, games. Yeah, Wolfenstein games. So this is like um, the Nazis won World War Two, yeah. and you're living in a world in the 1960s where Nazi Germany mm-hmm. took over the world. Did you see that the trailer of like the train scene? For the new Wolfenstein? No, I haven't seen that. It's like a really like intense. It's like a cinematic scene, but it's just like sets the mood. It's very tense, and I don't know. It's got me really anticipated yeah, for the May game. 20th. May twentieth. Wow. May twentieth. The the uh, the current estimated ship date's May twentieth. So it doesn't even come out early now. <laughs> huh? No. Whoops. Your <laughs> problem? Um, well, it's it's weird to me that it would be a very serious cinematic sequence because aren't the Wolfenstein games are normally like very over the top and kind of tongue in cheek? Yeah. 
Well, the, the last one that came up for 360 wasn't really that great, but it, it took. I think it took itself pretty seriously, if I remember correctly. It's not like, you know, Mecha Hitler kind of thing, but... Now, isn't that the one that led to the lawsuits between Bethesda and the the previous developers? Or no, no, no. No, that's, uh, no, no that no. was Fallout. We're thinking of... Not even Fallout. Uh, no, I'm thinking of Duke Nukem. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, I've got, I, have a, I have a guilty... A guilty yeah. something to yeah. confess. What's your guilty something? So I don't know if you remember Wolfenstein Enemy Territory. It was like a yeah. multiplayer game you can play. Mm-hmm. I loved that game so much. I was actually in a, an online clan. Were you really for Enemy Territory? What I was, was your clan name? Wait, uh, how is that a I, guilty secret that I, you were I, in I, a I don't clan? Know, I, I make fun of people who play a game so much that they're in clans. It's like and I, I did it once. <laughs> it's like I was so into Enemy Territory. Uh, I don't I don't even remember my clan name anymore. See, I would say that that earns you the badge of honor to be able to make fun of those people because mm. you've been there. Like for you've me, been, yeah. that's that's different than a guild like in World of Warcraft or like a no, clan. And no, all it's, just, it's really not. It's the exact re-branded. same thing. In 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 an MMO, you can like share shit. In a in another a game where you're just in a guild, like you just like modify like, your tag and like put like a little. Yeah. yeah, but it also you have people to game with all the time. You can go into matches. You I actually guess in know WoW, you actually like need to be in a guild to do a lot of things. Where in like enemy territory, like you don't need to be in a clan to do anything. Yeah, you're just you know, you're just playing. That was a, that was a fun game. So yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that new uh, Wolfenstein game. Yeah, it looks good. Looks okay. pretty. I'm gonna read this thing. Uh, I want to remind everyone, this episode of The Patch is brought to you by Hulu Plus. You've probably tried Hulu.com. Hulu Plus is so much more. With Hulu Plus, you can watch your favorite shows anytime, anywhere. Hulu Plus lets you watch thousands of hit TV shows and movies in the living room or on the go with your smartphone or tablet. With Hulu Plus, you can watch your favorite TV shows like SNL, Jimmy Kimmel Live, Shark Tank, and Scandal. Watch every episode of shows like Lost, Law & Order, SVU, Doctor Who, and Community. You can also check out exclusive content including Hulu Originals like Doctor Who... That's not a Hulu original, but (laughs) including Hulu Originals and shows like Doctor Who Season 7 Part 2, which just launched February 18th. Um, You also have... Other Hulu originals like Fresh Meat, which launched season three of February 9th, and you get access to a collection of ad-free movies and kids' content for only seventy nine for only seven ninety nine a month. Catch up on current shows, binge on old favorites, or catch a great movie. Stream as many TV shows and movies as you want, wherever you want. Right now, you can try Hulu Plus free for two weeks when you go to HuluPlus.com slash patch. Special offer for our listeners: make sure you use HuluPlus.com slash patch. Get your extended free trial, and they know we sent you last time. HuluPlus.com slash patch. It's on the screen if you're watching the video. It's right there. Get extended free trial. Uh, big thanks to Hulu Plus. Uh, so what were we just talking about? We are talking about Wolfenstein? Wolfenstein, yep. <clears throat> uh, Is that the next big game that comes out for the one? Or just uh, for any of the next-gen consoles? So that's May. That's um, in May. I don't know Infamous anything. Infamous just came yeah. out. So that's, I wouldn't, that's not an upcoming one anymore. As far as I know, yes. That's the next I don't know anything game that comes out I'm in April. waiting for. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess we'll probably get some more release dates around E3. Yeah. Things will probably get solidified and announced. So probably by early June is when we'll start to see the summer and the fall, um, you know, everything get yeah. release dates. The only thing I know that is in the future, like in the fall, yeah. is Destiny. It's, yeah. it's like September 9th, but everything else is still like a big question mark. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if you saw the probably the weirdest bit of news to come out this past week was the Linkin Park music video made using Project Spark. That they did not call Lincoln, Lincoln Spark. Spark. Missed opportunity. Can you believe that? I Barbara's got to be furious. Yeah. Totally missed it. So I guess you can if you if you have the uh, the Project Spark beta, which everyone with an Xbox yeah. One or I think pretty much anyone with Windows Eight can also get it. Um, you can da- I think you can download the music video and then remix it yourself. There's like uh, audio mixing tools cool. and uh, reshoot it. So I watched it, you know, on on YouTube mm. and. Uh, it's it's really dark. It's hard to see a lot of times. So I'd like to go in and edit it and add some more lights 
and then make it a little easier to see. Just raise the brightness to max. Yeah. I, I definitely, on my monitor, I was like re- maxing out the brightness. Project Spark is a really cool game, but I know I will never, never touch it because I'm not like, creative enough to make anything like worth playing. But just to see like, kind of like Trials Evolution, like a week what people make and then like months and months and people are making these like extravagant things. Yeah. Just I, like in Little Big Planet, I think like before the game actually came out, a dude made like a calculator or something. It's like, why would you make that? It's cool, but like why? It's like you have a calculator on your phone. Yeah, exactly. Don't be an idiot. There are a lot of things <clears> like that that people manage to take modding tools and create something that is incredibly cool but to look at. it's impractical, yeah. And you feel a little bad because everyone on the internet goes for about 10 seconds yeah. and then they go to the next thing. Mm-hmm. And that guy has probably spent months on that. Well, um, the uh, I played Project Spark on my uh, Xbox the mm-hmm. other day. And like when you go, the interesting thing about it is it shows you like community highlights, like things that are popular because you can download other stuff and then rate it. Yeah. Um, I pl- someone had made a Legend of Zelda type game in Project Spark. It's like yeah, you play really. a character, you go like you get your sword, then you go to like. Death Mountain and like run quests. Mm-hmm. And That's really cool. Really Someone cool. recreated the entire first quest in of the original Fable in Project Spark, and it looked great. That's there's a lot that you can do. Although uh, apparently the it by default it's all fantasy theme. Oh okay. But you can and the the game is free, so I don't mind this quite so much. You can buy additional packs for like Western or space or anything like yeah. that. So if you want to make you know, your own Mass Effect and Project Spark, you can, but you need have to, you need, you're probably going to need the pack. How much Otherwise, are the packs? It's weird. I don't know, like maybe $2? Okay, it's not too bad. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a little microtransaction-y. Uh, like, they, they, apparently they used to be different. I just started playing it when they released the beta on the Xbox One, mm-hmm. but apparently it was a lot more microtransaction oh, yeah. Like, you only had a certain amount of time a day that you oh. could play with That's content weird. you didn't own. That's silly. Uh, but now I guess they've removed that and you can just roam That's around. Good. Like for previously, I would have had to, if pay. I didn't own the assets in, in, that the yeah. guy used, I would have had to pay to get them in order to be able to use them. Uh, but it's, it's, it's an interesting experiment. Like you said, I'm not nearly creative enough. Like I went through the tutorial yeah. and I was like, wow, this there's a lot can you can only, do. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that, that's enough of that. I made, a, I made like an army of squirrels yeah. that I controlled all <laughs> at once. <laughs> I, kicked, I beat the shit out of a goblin. That's about there it. There you go. Um, so, uh, I, I want to mention, I haven't played it yet, but I, I, I would not be doing my job if I didn't bring it up okay. that Bioshock infinite burial at sea episode two is of course out. We forgot to mention on, our, we for, totally forgot about that. Game. <laughs> um, well, yeah, well it's no, out and it's this, out. this is, this is it. This is the final bit of story that is going to exist for Bioshock infinite. It added, so I know it added like a new mode too, like a 1998 mode, I think where it's more stealth themed. Yeah. It's like the goal is to get through the game without killing anyone yeah it's just like sneaking around which is stuff. cool yeah um, it was an achievement tied to it too yeah it's um it's named after the 1998 thief deadly shadows mm. game is that the last thief before the one that came out or is um, that the first no one? that was i think that was the first okay. thief that was they it was made by looking glass which is what the irrational founders were uh, from beforehand so it's a nice nod back to their back to their past back to another studio they fired yeah <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> I'm still really sad about that. That's really that's really sad. But apparently, I, I had read that they had a, a job fair and there was a good turnout that's by good. game developers who were there looking for looking to hire people. Yeah, I did. Like when you saw the list of all the developers that were going to go there and do recruiting, I, you know, I have high hopes for everyone. That doesn't mean they don't have to pack up their entire lives and their families and move yeah, across the move. country. Like yeah. abruptly. But and they're like... moving away from Boston, which is probably good, right? Pax East, everybody. Well, hey, speaking of which. Boston's a great town. Pax East is great. But driving anywhere in that city scares the shit out of me because pedestrians don't care. 
It's like the closest you'll come to driving around, like in Grand Theft Auto. Like you, mm-hmm. I have come closer to running over people there than anywhere else in the world. It, it's it's mad. Are they just oblivious, or they just assume you're no, going to stop? They don't care. Oh, well. Like if you get close to hitting them, it's your fault. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> they're, they're very loud about it. Well, and apparently you're not the only one who's scared of Boston, since Nintendo is also not going to PAX East. Oh, segway. oh That's wow! A segway. Hey, do you yeah, like that? Perfect, yeah. <laughs> Burn. Um, that was down on my list of stuff to talk about, actually. So yeah, PAX East is coming up in a couple of weeks. You'll be there, right? I will be there. Uh, and we'll have a bunch of other uh, people from the Achievement Hunter side yeah. of things. Me, Michael, Gavin, Lindsay, and I think Monty as well will be there. Mm. Come uh, and say hi. So you'll be there. Nintendo will not be there. Yeah, uh, but Ubisoft will also be there. And I read that they're going to have Watchdogs there uh, at their booth. At I'm their hoping presence. that it's going to be playable there. I mean, it should be because it's going to be close to launch. Yeah, exactly. If it's coming out in June, then they should have a really Something nice that, yeah. preview version of it for people to get some hands-on time with. Which would be good since I guess after they released the newer trailers, everyone was saying it looked graphically a step back. So yeah. this is either a chance for them to prove everyone wrong oh, or. Not. Keep themselves in the foot, yeah. <laughs> Man, I thought that it was going to be hands-on, and I'm rereading the way they worded this here. Yeah. It's very ambiguous. Watchdogs? Yeah. Uh, Maybe says, they're waiting to see like if they get a build from yeah, the developers. It could be. Ubisoft will bring titles like Watchdogs, The Crew, and Trials Fusion to PAX East next hey. month and offer attendees the opportunity to get hands-on time with Child of Light, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Phantoms, and Might and Magic Duel of Champions online card game. But yeah, they, that, don't, they mention that, that Watch Dogs sound first, promising. Yeah. and then but don't mention would, it later. You would think that if they were going to have hands-on, that they would be shouting that right. from the roofs. In addition to getting hands-on time with select games, those who pre-order <laughs> Watch Dogs or the crew will receive a free t-shirt. They're also taking their uh, the next level gaming tournament. I don't know if you've ever seen that. It's like uh, It's almost like a casual esports thing. Oh, yeah? So, wait, wait, wait. Casual esports, right? It's yeah. like it, it's not like a hardcore MOBA thing. They, they they'll set up, you know, kind of like a whole bunch of different games and invite attendees to just come up and play like uh, a selection of different games mm-hmm. to determine like it's kind of like if we took the gauntlet seriously. Oh, and you play like a bunch of games you don't? to see. <laughs> I, th- I thought you did the first season. Well, the first season we did. I'm talking about our most recent incarnation. Oh. But uh, it's really cool, and, and I, I really like this idea. I feel like it's very similar. Like, what they do with the next level is very similar to the idea we have with Center Stage at RTX, where, you know, watching people who are pros at esports is fucking amazing, but yeah. it's intimidating. You want to try to create an environment where anyone can Anybody walk can, up, yeah, just walk and, up and, and have play, fun, yeah. and you don't feel like an ass, or you don't get fucking destroyed and hate your life. So it's just like a pickup game. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, it's a good way to look at it. So, yeah, they're, they're bringing that back. I'm actually really excited about that. I'm, I'm sorry I'm going to miss PAX because I would have loved to uh Is, uh, is Child of Light back to that, that really artsy-looking game that looks really pretty? Yes. That it does RPG look thing. gorgeous. It's this one? I've got a, a picture right here for you. <laughs> oh, yeah, that game looks pretty. Yeah, that does look Hopefully it plays well. well. We'll put it in patch notes. Y'all, yeah. y'all will be able to see what we're talking about. Uh, but, yeah, that's coming out. Uh, and then the full list of games Ubisoft will be showing at PAX East. Again, the full list of games <laughs> Ubisoft will be showing at PAX East includes Watch Dogs, The Crew, Child of Light, Trials Fusion, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Phantoms, The Mighty Quest for Epic Loot, Might and Magic Duel of Champions online card game. They need to shorten that. And an unannounced downloadable title that will have its first hands-on demo during the show. Might and Magic Duel of Champions online card game. One thing that... that gets a really long So title. eight games. It's not bad. Good One selection. thing I remember Ubisoft doing last year was they, like, they had their demo area out, but then they also had their closed theater, kind of like right. a lot of uh, studios do mm-hmm. E3, where people file in, sit down, and they get a hands-off demo. Yeah, like you watch the developer play or but something. two months from launch, wait, April to May. Yeah, yeah, someone's pointing out that we forgot about Watch Dogs as like another title that's coming oh. out. That comes out in yeah. May. We were talking, about, yeah, 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 we were talking yeah. about Wolf of Side, but Wolf of Side does come out first, so we yeah. were right. Uh, 
Um, so yeah, thanks to uh, Disturbed Rebel One on uh, on Twitter for pointing that out. What do you out. think he's disturbed about? Maybe his hat. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> his re- dirty. Maybe yeah. his rebellion. Um, yeah. So uh, lots lots of news with PAX. People are telling me on Twitter that apparently Sony has said they're not going to be at PAX East either, but I haven't read that on a news site and I haven't confirmed Is that. Microsoft going to yeah. PAX? Uh, I, yes, I've seen them on the floor plan. We get okay. I, yeah, I, yeah. I haven't looked for Sony. I should look and see if uh, if they're on there. I think the reason that Nintendo's was of particular interest is the fact that this is the first one that they've missed oh right yeah well Um, the first pax east at least i don't know about the i don't know about pax prime this is the first one that they've missed whereas sometimes the other platforms just don't go to the shows well it seems like pax prime would be easier for them out in washington they're redmond based also right you think so yes um yeah maybe now they're having to recover from the year luigi (laughs) (laughs) they're all they're all taking a well-deserved rest yeah they're they're taking a bit of a rest they're a little little hungover on uh on all of that all that fun um, so yeah, we, we talked about Bioshock Infinite. I feel yeah. like we covered all of that. So, um, I want to talk about Infamous Second Son, but before I get to that, uh, yeah. I wanted to talk with Ray about streaming. It's me. Because, uh, I started playing around with the, the, the PS4 streaming as well as the, uh, the Twitch app on Xbox One, one for yeah. streaming Which there. Which just got released like a week or two ago, something yeah. like that. I, had, I, had, I hadn't even used it. Yeah. So I, I downloaded it last night and tried it out. So it seems to me like using. Have you, do you do any streaming, or have you tested any of them, Ashley? No, I haven't. I'm I'm a very boring <laughs> player. I just sit there and I scowl at the screen a lot. Mm. The idea of like trying to interact, be conscious of what's going on that's like not in the at game. A chat and looking, yeah, uh, I I feel like I'd be very bad at multitasking that, and the, then people would just be like, eh. <laughs> I can relate. That's why, like, I don't publicize also, my channel or anything. Yes. Like I, I just I felt like I needed to try the technology. Also, frankly, for me, a lot of times my game time is my downtime mm. when I don't want to talk to anybody <laughs> and I also don't want to put on makeup. <laughs> you don't have to have your, yeah, your, you your camera on. No, face cam's away the future. Everybody has it. <laughs> um, so the way you stream, you have you know a dedicated yeah. capture environment similar to how you know you capture footage here at Chima. Yeah. So you run everything through like mm-hmm. a capture card, and yeah. you know it's all external. So there's no overhead on your console or yeah. anything like that. Yeah, the only thing my console is doing is just playing the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you keep like a chat window up as well? Yeah, like on your computer. Well, I have I have multiple monitors. So like my left monitor will be chat. Then I'll have my TV, and then the right monitor will be like all the programs and stuff running to make sure everything's running properly. Mm. So the the interesting thing, like I said, I tried both the PS4 solution and the Xbox One solution. And they're, you know, but you would think that you're just going to stream. But it's, it's actually two different fundamental approaches to mm-hmm. the way that uh, each console streams. Uh, so I started first with the the PlayStation because it, like, it literally has the share button. Yeah. So it's like, all right, I'm going to set this convenient. up. Yeah, you hit share. Then it asks you, how do you want to, or do you want to broadcast? Yes. And it's like, do you want to broadcast on Twitch or you stream? It's like, all right, Twitch. And then it's like, put in your username and password. You put it in. It's like, all right, great. Let's test your bandwidth. All right, this is, how we, this is what we're going to do. Hit start broadcasting. Yes. And you just go. It's really, really easy. I was really impressed with how straightforward it was. Yeah. Um, I felt like the video quality was a little lacking. They're upgrading that. Apparently. Oh, are they? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think Twitch they're saying in the launch, next... Right? Yeah, yeah, it was okay. their day one, which was could not be said of Xbox One. Yeah. Uh, but they, yeah, I guess they're going to upgrade the... They're going to add the ability to stream at 720p, which isn't there right now. Wait, it doesn't stream at 720p? I guess not. Oh, I've never. I, I know that they don't. Um, they don't archive the footage. I think that's coming that's in, an, up, in okay. an upcoming patch. Yeah, it's where all your footage will be archived on the Twitch side, but that currently does not happen. Um, so it, it's interesting. It's really easy, but like I said, yeah, it seemed like it takes you like ten seconds. Yeah, the video mm-hmm. quality was a little off. So last night I decided to try to download the Twitch app and do it on the Xbox One. 
I definitely had more trouble getting that set up. That's what I've heard. Yeah, it, like I would encounter errors. Like I would go to like start broadcast, and like it wouldn't detect that I was playing Titanfall. And then I'd hit start broadcasting. Then it would be like checking your bandwidth. Then it would take me back to the previous screen. Yeah. Like it never progressed. I ended up like rebooting my Xbox. Then like I tried to relaunch the Twitch app. Then it made me. Then you don't log into the Twitch app. So like you launch it and you say you want to broadcast. Then you have to go to twitch.tv slash activate and you put in like a code. Yeah. And then you have to do that every time or just no, once. Just once. Okay. But mine got fucked up. And uh, it wouldn't. It, it wanted me to reactivate, but I went to the Twitch site and it would tell me invalid <laughs> code. So I had to log into oh, my no. Twitch account unlink my xbox one from twitch and then re-enter the new Half code an hour later and then it worked and then again i still had issues where it was like it would testing broadband testing broadband testing broadband yeah. and then i rebooted again and then it started working fine you have a hard reset or just like hard normal? reset okay. and then after that i didn't have any issues but it was definitely 30 minutes of frustration yeah. where you're like what the fuck you know what's going on uh but after all of that was done i felt like the video quality was really sharp on that stream mm-hmm. uh i think it detected and was up was uploading like a tw- it was streaming at 2500 kilobits uh, which was great. It was like super, yeah. super high quality. It's, I think that's more than we stream this podcast. <laughs> yeah. This podcast, I think we stream uh, 1,700 kilobits. Okay. So um, like 2.5 megabits. So the patch of, app okay, okay. confirmed for the Xbox One. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was definitely more of a pain in the ass, but I felt like it looked Hopefully better. Hopefully you don't do that every time. Like now that you have it set up, it's just like go and you right. go. I'm hoping yeah, that there won't be any issues. So I, I did that last night. Okay, someone's saying here that they um, they just added uh, they added archiving the, in the latest update for PS4. Um, and that PS4 is streaming at 720p. Okay, that's what I thought. And also that Sony has confirmed that they're not going to be at PAX East. Wow. Twitter, you guys are on the ball. That's a lot of news. We should let we should just broadcast the yeah. Twitter feed. Fuck <laughs> 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 what we're talking about. It's a about. terrible idea. Don't do it. Uh, okay, so so someone else here said the same thing. Vulture G5 on Twitter said that for the most part, it seems like people have that same issue where stream on Xbox One works fine after the second install. That most people have trouble have trouble on that first install. They got to do the unlink and then do another install, and then it works fine. So I guess it still needs some work. Yeah, I still needs that, to be patched. Oh, ho, ho. this guy! They must have been rushing it. I'm sure they they said get it in by Titanfall or yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, same thing with the, the update for the parties and stuff. That was all right before uh, Titanfall. So, yeah. uh, like we talked about, like I don't stream typically because i'm shitty i suck at games i don't want people to see it uh so when i i streamed a lot of infamous second son just because i was messing around with it over the weekend and yeah. you know i have like an unlisted twitch account no one watch what's what's your channel i'm not gonna say i don't care <laughs> so like nobody watches it's just me i'm like yeah. the only watcher on my laptop just like looking at the video quality seeing how it works uh and then so last night I, I decided to do the same thing with titanfall and i forget that on the xbox one you can have followers who see when you're broadcasting uh-huh. so it's like i was playing and it's like all right video looks good Wait, what? And then I could see, like, the watch count increase, like, oh, shit. <laughs> and then some people were tweeting at me, like, oh, wow, you're doing good, Gus. And I was like, oh, no. Did you have to keep it up at that point and just pretend that you just, like, abandoned the stream? Just, like, I just abandoned just it. Just ended up like, like, oh, and. I got to the end of the round, and I was like, all right, that's it. Because I didn't, test. Want, I didn't want to quit on my team in the middle. It was, attri- it was, it was attrition, and we lost. So oh, that was embarrassing sorry. enough. Do you escape um, at least? No, I did not escape. I got fucking, I think I got stepped on. No, I didn't get, I got shot. Well, it's good you didn't quit out early. Yeah. Um, you know the reputation system, I guess, is the Xbox and reputation system is kicking in this week where they're actually going to start notifying people who end up with poor reputation. I forgot that even exists. Like all my friends are too. in the green. Apparently they showed like anywhere. a diagram. It's like it's like green and then like yellow is like need work, orange is need work, and then red is like fuck this person, he sucks. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it's labeled Yeah, as. it's like a whole thing. <laughs> it's, it's like the Homeland Security thing. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much. This person is a terrorist. Yeah. I've yeah. never seen like yellow let alone the other ones well maybe now with this update you'll start to see it yeah more. yeah i'm not sure if maybe they just weren't registering it or what the deal was because right i haven't since xbox one launched i haven't seen that yeah. move so mm-hmm. maybe they're just 
waiting. But I guess people who are jerks and who, you know, quit out or get bad feedback or blocked or muted uh, are going to start getting warnings. Being They should be put in games with each other. They're yes. going to be. That's what the red means okay. is they'll start to be – their matchmaking will be restricted. Kind of like, I guess, Killer Instinct's jail. I get so pissed off anytime I'm playing a game and there's someone talking. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. Just just anyone talking right. about anything. It's like, shut up. I just instantly mute. I'm like, I don't want to hear you. So yeah, basically, if, I'm, if I'm not in a, like the only time I want to hear my teammates is if I'm in a party with them and they're people I yeah. know. If it's like, if it's just random people, like, I'm not, no, shut up. So I'm muted immediately. I do the same thing where I have everybody muted by like default, but if I even see like their mic flickering in game, <laughs> I will still, like, I will double mute them. I'm like, don't say anything. Don't just speak. Like, yeah. I just don't want to hear you at all. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I want to get back to Infamous Second Son because yeah. I'd already forgotten. Luckily, someone just reminded me. So I, I bought Infamous Second Son, obviously, and I played it, um, over the weekend. I finally finished it last night. Mm-hmm. It's probably about 11, 12 hours, uh, up for one playthrough, but you can play, you, you, if you want all the trophies, you probably have to play, through, you definitely have to play, play through multiple twice, times yeah. because there's like morality choices. Yeah, it's good and bad. Yeah, and you can do good and bad. I think there's there's trophies associated for both good and bad endings. I played for the most part good. Um, the game, I thought, was solid. Totally solid game. For me, it's on par with like Dead Rising 3. It's like what you hope to have at a launch title. It's like yeah. it's a really pretty game. It's got some some fun gameplay mechanics. You know, story-wise, it's, it's a little lacking. But, you know, yeah. again, I think of Dead Rising 3, yeah. which is like just stupid. What story? Right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> uh, I wish there was more to it on the, in that sense. But you know, it's it's totally fine. There, it's got some really cool graphic effects, like you, we talked about the other day, like the neon. God, the neon that, looks so cool. Uh, streak across. Did you see the? Uh, there's like a whole thread on Reddit that your the light on the PlayStation Four controller will glow yeah. depending how you're doing in the uh, Infamous. Yeah. It does. Yeah. So like, if you're like, if you're starting to be bad, like it'll like be like a light red. But if you're like fully evil, it's like dark red. It's like Satan's in your that's, controller. That's really no. cool. A, a big part of the game. Well, not a big part of the game, but one of the aspects of the game is you have to create street art. So you like go up to like designated places and you paint art. You like stencils, and whatever color you're spray painting, that's the color of the controller. Oh, that's pretty cool. So if you're spray painting like yellow, then the light on the controller turns yellow. And that's such a weird thing. Like. We're excited over the light on the controller, like changing color. Yeah, it's, well, it's a cool it, it, touch. It's a cool touch. Yeah. Well, one of the, the things I was testing when I did my PS4 streaming is, you know, there's that little speaker in the PS4 controller. Yeah. And that game uses it a lot for audio cues. So, like when you're doing the spray painting, for example, you're supposed to turn the controller on the side and shake it, and it makes like the the rattling <laughs> yeah, noise, and then it, it makes like the hiss of the spray paint. And you got to move your controller. You're like, do this. you remember the game on the PlayStation Two or like uh, the Xbox Mark Echo was getting up? It was like a graffiti game. It's like a third-person graffiti game. Jet Set Radio? No, no, it, it was it was a Mark Echo graffiti game. I know about Jet Set Radio no. and stuff. Yeah, I don't I don't know how it sold or anything like that, but it would be cool to see another graffiti game, which is just something like that. That was a terrible yeah. movie. <laughs> terrible movie. Yeah, That's- fucking love graffiti. <laughs> Sometimes it's just dual graffiti. Uh, even for like, it's just cool that like. Like the, like the light or just like the little sound effects, just like the little touches they put into it, how it could be like used in future games. Yeah. So the interesting thing was all of those sound cues went through on the stream. So oh, that, yeah, because yeah, cool. that's not sound that you hear on your like your TV yeah. or your speakers. So it could get here. missed. Right. So I would I, I thought that maybe it wouldn't translate through, but no, the that those audio cues go through uh, into the streaming as well, which is neat. Uh, but yeah, it, it's it's really fun. It's uh it makes me think a lot of Far Cry Three. Where, you know, you have a whole... In Far Cry 3, you have an island. Yeah. In, in, in From a Second Set, you have a city that's, like, under lockdown. And you go to, like, the different districts. And you, like, have to attack, like, camps. Yeah. And you, like, do things to subvert the overall control. Which, again, is, like, similar to Far Cry 3. Yeah. It's, like, you, go to the, yeah. You, you have, like, this fun 
couple minutes of gameplay, and then you replicate it over the whole city. Yeah. And it's things like, you know, destroying encampments, uh, shooting down drones, uh, you know, making street art, and, uh, and things like that. That looks fun. Here's, a, here's my question. Out of all of the different uh, conduit abilities that you can absorb and get throughout the game, without telling us exactly which ones, were, were the Neon or the Smoke, which are the ones that were in the trailers and people know about without playing the game, were either of those the best ones or was one of the other ones the best ones? Um... I, I I like neon the most just because it has the coolest visual effect. Mm-hmm. I like seeing it. Uh, and from a utility standpoint, uh, neon helps you run up buildings faster. Oh, well, there is one ability you get later. I don't know if there was a trailer for it, but that actually lets you run up the buildings faster. That was in the trailers. Well, okay. I don't know about run up them faster, but you could run up the buildings. Yeah, in, like, in, like in prototype? Yeah, like... in neon you can run up buildings, but there's another ability you get later that you can also run up buildings, but it's faster than neon. Ooh. So I, that one's... Makes more sense, but the neon just looks cooler. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's 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 a it's a matter of of aesthetic choices. When the the interesting thing about that game is no, no, it's interesting. But one of the things about that game is you get all of these powers, but you can't ever have them all at once. So like, if you have smoke, you don't have neon. Then if you switch to neon, you don't have smoke. And how do you switch? Do you do you can you do it between you have missions to find it or in the world? So it's like if you see a car on fire that's smoking, you can absorb the smoke and then you have smoke oh. powers. If you see a neon sign, you walk up to it and you drain the neon out of it and then you have neon powers. I'm excited to play Infamous. I actually I tried to buy it the other night, but I was having troubles like authorizing the credit card and all that stuff. And I was like, Laura, I could just go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so tired. No, I, 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 but it I, looks amazing. I, I have really drank the Kool-Aid for digital delivery. I'm all about it. I think I, I, I bought dead rising 3 when the xbox one came out because i was still in the old mindset i regret buying dead rising 3 i wish i had downloaded it see i am almost on board with the digital thing except that trying to buy lightning returns gave me no end of troubles and then actually you know what that's not true even the physical disc gave me problems (laughs) oh really that game just gave you problems it did it did because it's region locked and my xbox was australian so I couldn't like I That's couldn't buy it thing. digitally on an Australian Xbox with a US Xbox Live account or put a US game in an Australian console. It was, it was a whole thing. So basically, all delivery needs work. Yeah. Nah, digital delivery is great. Works fine for me. Yeah. I'm, buy, download. That, all right. Ready to that go. is how I get most of my games now, and it's really convenient. Yeah. Like uh, the only the only disc I have is Dead Rising Three. It's such a pain. <laughs> I'm, I'm tempted to go back and buy it digitally just so I don't have to. That'll Put show you. <laughs> Did you but, play any of the DLC for Dead Rising 3? Uh, I played the first two. Mm-hmm. Like, the first one's the soldier guy. Yeah, and the second, the second one is the, Fallen Angel, I yeah, think. I played both of those, and I've gotten distracted. I haven't gone back and played the other ones. They all pretty much play out the same. Like, they're not great DLC by any means. Like, half of the achievements are story-based, and the other half are collectibles. It's like four or five story missions, and the rest is like, yeah, collection on the map if you want. So it's like, you know. I assume you 100 percent it. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Your your gamer score is absolutely ridiculous. I think I you- broke four hundred thousand recently. Someone, someone on Reddit posted a, a comparison of all the gamer tags in the office and what their uh, achievement, like what their achievements yeah. are. And there was Ray. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Like yeah. the next the next if, one was like this tall in comparison. If you think you're hot shit, I'm about to break forty thousand. So back off. This I think guy. I'm going to break thirty thousand. So <laughs> what up? It's like I, I, I don't I don't go out of my way. I don't chase. It's like, it's crazy to think like I have four hundred thousand whatever, and that's taken me. Eight eight years or whatever, and then Stallion, who has more than double my gamer score. It's just like I worked this hard, and this guy's like two and a half times the man I am. It's <laughs> well, crazy. You know, on that last night before he got the achievement, he was streaming and everything. Yeah, and he started the night something like a thousand points away. Uh, but he had a, a system down where he'd switch games, he'd get an achievement. Switch he kept game, looking at his achievement. monitor, and I assume he had like a game title and an achievement he can get, and just like mathematical because he wanted to get to a million exactly, which he did in Titanfall. 
but it was like a whole a whole thing. Yeah, but yeah. it was it was very much a, a play of efficiency where the score was the thing, not necessarily game completion. Mm-hmm. Um, which I'm not I think criticizing in that instance, at all because like, I, I thought complete... that hitting a million exactly was yeah was a was a pretty cool. It was uh, cool that he streamed it. Yeah, streaming's cool. I like streaming. Uh, yeah, very interesting. Uh, I want to remind everyone this episode of the patch is also brought to you by NatureBox. Your mission is to snack smarter and get in shape by summer. Your enemy is the vending machine. Careful with that water, dude. <laughs> but when you're starving at 3 p.m., cranky and lightheaded, the evil vending machine can seem like your only friend. Don't give in. Head over to NatureBox.com. NatureBox sends great tasting snacks right to your door, and they're great for you, too. We're talking healthy snacks like barbecue kettle kernels, everything bagel sticks, South Pacific plantain chips, and over 100 more. Zero trans fats, zero high fructose corn syrup, nothing artificial, even snacks that are gluten conscious and non-GMO. They've got free shipping anywhere in the U.S. NatureBox is busting up the vending machine's monopoly on your midday hunger. Try NatureBox right now. Get 50% off your first box by going to naturebox.com forward slash the patch. You see it on the screen again. That's naturebox.com slash the patch. Stay full, stay strong. Go to naturebox.com slash the patch and get 50% off your first box. We have a box over here, but you all can't eat it because those are all noisy. Mm. You can eat the sweet really blueberry almonds later. This. Those are really okay. good. Uh, I had some before the stream, and now I'm. I haven't tried again. the Santa Fe corn sticks. I'll try those later too. All right. Um, so where was I? Uh, so okay. Uh, talking about Infamous Second Son. Uh, apparently, the release of Infamous Second Son helped spike the uh, PS4 sales in the UK 106. percent Just so, the UK, or just overall? Well, just the UK. Okay. I don't think they release all of those gotcha. numbers everywhere, but I think they release them in the UK. Yeah. When the Titanfall exact numbers, came yeah, out, I was gonna say Microsoft did something or release information with uh, Titanfall. Yeah, when somewhere. Titanfall came out in the UK again, it was a 96 percent <laughs> increase, and uh, I guess Infamous Second Son helped the PS4 jump 106 percent. Yeah, it's good. I imagine it's easier to get that reporting from an isolated region, <laughs> and the UK is going to be reasonably representative of yep. at least the Western markets about mm-hmm. how that's going. So they do tend to get it like Monday morning. They can say, "Hey, this, this game week. came out on Friday, and this is how many consoles sold over the weekend." A little bit easier, but it's really impressive for both consoles. Mm-hmm. And I, I even read that uh, Sony has said that they don't think they'll be able to catch up to the PS4 demand. Uh, it'll be a limited supply until after E3. They said until early summer. Is that good? Wow. Or bad? 2014. What's good? They're yeah. selling. I mean, I, I would say it's bad if it launched like the week, which was like super supply constrained. Yeah. Um, but this is like selling like crazy, and they're they're churning through it. But do you think in this instance, like someone would be like, "I'm just gonna buy an Xbox. Like, why wait?" Well, the only thing that I'm a little bit confused about, and maybe this they just happened to get a lot of they timed a lot of shipments in time for Infamous Second Son, is how sales doubled if they were actually out. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting point. Um, and you know, like I said, maybe they just made sure they said, "We know this is gonna be a big release. We need to we're get shipments push consoles in." Out, yeah. Uh, but that that can that can artificially inflate the numbers a little bit because it can also just be that they came in right at that time. Hmm. So no, uh, it worked. It, it absolutely it worked. And it's re- impressive regardless. Yeah. The uh, PS4 is doing really well, except in Japan. This is, I don't understand that. It's, it's really weird. Um, there's a comparison showing how Wii U did in its first three mm-hmm. weeks. And, you know, Wii U has not been in, an impressive seller by any means. Uh, and, it ended up being 150,000 shy of Wii U's first three weeks. Hmm. Um, the first, the first two days, it sold like 300,000. But then, it then the next week, it sold 65,000. The whole week, was and then like 30 something thousand. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, it, it could be. A maybe they all, issue. maybe they all went to the UK. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they're like, I'll send them shit over there. Uh, so someone asked me a question here on Twitter. Uh, Bmac92 asked if I tried Infamous right. Paper Trail. Well, there, I have, I, I've, I've started. I haven't really gotten into it yet, but it's like a ARG type thing where there's a website you go to and you log in mm-hmm. and you link your PSN account to it that then unlocks 
alternate side missions in the oh, game. Yeah? And like for, I think for some of it, you have to like use your computer and your web browser. And you go back and forth between the two. I don't know much about it. Uh, I haven't really gotten into that. I just finished the game last night. <laughs> then I had to test the, the Twitch streaming. So I have, I have not gotten a paper like, trail. a day one update that had like added content, right? Like a lot of content? Yeah. Like five they had hours a, or something they said? They had a day one patch. Um, yeah, it was like five hours of gameplay. It was a lot yeah. of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking up the exact right here. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's post-release patch. Introduced support for the Cold's Legacy pre-order content pack. And the ARG-like Paper Trails mission, which I just talked about, which add an estimated five hours of campaign playtime over six weeks of planned content updates. So, yeah, Paper Trail challenges players to seek out clues released online to continue a 19-mission side story within Second Sun that supplements the core campaign. That's cool. So it's an interesting, like, mixture of ARG and gameplay. I like that. Uh, you know, getting out of the game. I'll, it's, I'll be interested in seeing how it um, how it plays out over you know the several weeks. Yeah, I think uh, you know I did a, a, a good playthrough my first time. I think I'm going to go back and do an evil playthrough, and I'll probably do the paper trail stuff then. I always I always mean to do evil playthroughs on those kind of karma games. I can never do it. I feel nah, so bad. Nah, one they're of, fake people. <laughs> one of the so like you wear. I'm sure you've seen in the trailers. Your character wears that uh, jean jacket <laughs> with like the the red and the blue birds on the back. Mm-hmm. And as if you do more good stuff, like the the pattern changes, like the blue takes off and it's like destroying the red. Oh yeah! And then if you're more evil, like the red Vice bird, versa, yeah, yeah, destroys the blue. It's nice to have visual touches like that that are a little bit more subtle than something like Fable did, where you suddenly you have horns, you're like evil. have horns, yeah, exactly. One of the things I wish they had done uh, was make more nuance to the karma system. So it's like I did mostly good things, but I did some bad things too. But it really didn't register. Yeah, it really doesn't things. register. Like, you don't progress your evil level if your good level's too high, if that makes sense. Will you being evil change the story at all? Uh, you get different choices, and you can run different missions. Oh, okay. So, like, uh, you sometimes rescue other conduits. So that sounds and, pretty significant. Yeah, yeah. You, you can either, like, redeem them or, like, uh, corrupt them. Now, what a lot of people have been saying is the infamous Second Son is pretty, pretty short, but that you could kind of theoretically double the game time by doing the two playthroughs. Mm-hmm. Is that fair? I don't think so. Yeah, me either. There's a lot of side missions, too. Uh, I think, I mean, I finished it in probably like 10 or 11, or maybe like 11 hours. Uh, I think we did all the side missions. I didn't do all of them that yet. That seems pretty long. You can probably, you didn't yeah, do that's actually else. not Yeah, you can extend it to all. probably it's... 15 or 16. It's, it's a decent length game. Okay. It's longer than I was expecting. I'm not, yeah, I'm not worried no. about 15, 16 hours at all if it was like a no. five-hour game. Maybe. I don't know if it's just me, but I was also happy to see a video game, maybe it's just me, a video game with a minority protagonist. It's definitely just like you. Not, uh, you know, not like... I don't know, like super stereotypical. It was nice. It was like he's a Native American, you know, protagonist who. How do you feel about Nick Ramos in Dead Rising Three? You know, I, I, they didn't play up that up at all. No, it just, like it was just his name, just, yeah, which Ramos. was great. Yeah, I liked that. Uh, this one they did play up a little bit more, mm-hmm. uh, but I mean, it's it's cool to see uh, a little more diversification yeah. in games. That's the uh, the touchy feely side of the patch. Um, so Valve released their Dota Two documentary, free to play. Uh, I don't know if you guys have watched it, but apparently I see that. it's been watched 5.5. It's had over 5.5 million views less than a week. I love that. That's great. You it's like watch, a full-length movie, right? Like it's yeah, over. you can watch it on their YouTube channel. It's like an hour and a half, I think, or an hour and 20 minutes. Um, so, yeah, it's a, a documentary about people. Uh, it follows three professional Dota 2 players from around the world as they prepare themselves for a shot at $1 million tournament purse. So, I mean, it's free. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. you can, it says you can, you can, so you can watch it on iTunes. You can get the full film on Steam. Um, and you can also get on it on YouTube, iTunes yeah. for 10 bucks. Honestly, or you can watch it for free otherwise or pay 10 bucks and get it on iTunes. Weird. Whatever. Honestly, this is the kind of thing that would make me more interested in esports. I kind of feel like for, for me, video game esports are a little bit like NASCAR. 
where the watching it, I'm impressed by it, but it's a little bit hard to... Doesn't keep you entertained? Yeah. Yeah, like that in itself, like I look at it and I go, that's really cool. That's, that's pretty cool, but I don't have a sense of just how much skill it takes. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like it's very it's much a story of the people who are playing. Do you think it's because you're unfamiliar with the games? Do you think yeah, maybe in, if it in, was in some cases? Mm-hmm. And in some cases, I can be like, "Yeah, that was a sweet snipe." Yeah. But <laughs> but even so, like they're playing, they're they're playing for all intents and purposes a different game than I yeah. play. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and but I like the idea of learning the stories behind the players, like how they got there, where they're from, all that sort of stuff. I just think that's really interesting. It's a bit more of a people sport, like. NASCAR. Yeah, yeah. That's how you make it interesting to me. You sponsors. Have that, the personal story. You have yeah, sponsors. Lots of sponsors. Lots of sponsors. I want to see jackets just like covered, covered. in, in there's patches. A, there's a Call of Duty, like the big Call of Duty tournament that's this weekend for a million dollars. It's, I don't know, it's at least interesting to me since I play a lot of Call of Duty just to see like, obviously, yeah, they're playing on another skill level and stuff, but just to see like, like teams of four just play the game like completely differently, at least to like, to how I see it. Mm-hmm. Because when you play a team game in Call of Duty, it's mainly six on six and to break it down to 4v4 and just how fast paced it is and I don't know super cool to me so a typical uh, COD game 6 on 6 yeah so why are people so fucking pissed off about Titanfall being 6v6 because they wanted to I be know. upset about something okay I, I didn't realize I, I obviously I don't yeah, play yeah. a lot of Call of Duty yeah. so I didn't realize 6 that on that 6 I think is fine for Titanfall yeah I remember playing in the beta and the same thing now in the retail version like there's still a lot going on like sometimes you forget there's 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 uh, 11 other players besides you in the game yeah just running around because there's like obviously you have the the uh, the grunts and the specters, and obviously you have titans, and then sometimes like the monsters come out of nowhere. It's there's a lot going on. I got killed by a specter the other day. I was really Did embarrassed because I wasn't paying attention to them because I was like, ah, oh, whatever, specters. I yeah. was like shooting at some dude, and yeah, I mean, yeah, he didn't dare to kill me. Kill I was you, like, yeah. God damn, how fucking! Emb- like, I hope no one saw it. Luckily, I wasn't well, streaming. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was really embarrassing. Um, so uh, well, I think we talked about the rumor last week about Assassin's Creed Unity. Not but a rumor. It has subsequently been verified. Yay! Unity is uh, the next Assassin's Creed game. Is that a working title or a code name, or is that the final title? Um, is that the 360 one or the say, Xbox? That's going to be the Xbox yeah. okay. One version. The, they haven't the said any yeah. next. The next this gen, current gen, current yeah. gen. They haven't said anything about the alleged current gen mm-hmm. uh, yeah, game you, yet. So if, this is the next. Next gen one, next gen being Xbox One and PS4. If you watch this trailer, at the end the boilerplate has the PlayStation Four, Xbox One, and PC logos. But do, of course, doesn't like you said, doesn't mention yeah. PS3 or 360. Yeah. So there, there might still be credibility to the rumor that there could be a different game on those platforms. I'm honestly, I believe it. Just if for no other reason than because the rumors about this one were so spot on, and they were very detailed. Even the down, pictures. Down to yeah. down to. It's going to have a blue outfit, and it's going to be red, and it's going to be set during this time with all sorts of things. Ubisoft's got to be pissed at whatever developer was on a plane and showed some random fucking kid I think their was, next game. I think it was internal, because there were screenshots in those rumors that, and well, like the, images. The initial post on NeoGAF, like this is the one before the images came out, um, the initial post was basically just he was describing everything that happened on the plane flight because he sat oh next to a developer God. and the developer showed him and explained all this stuff and that's where the information came from. Why would he do that? And th- I know. He's there they got in they're like uh, but then the <laughs> screenshots came out and all completely corroborated that. And so yes, Ubisoft went All right, well, yeah, might let's, as well. Yeah. Let's it's take ruined. control of this now. That, I, do you think maybe that was this is like why a we planned can't have nice leak? Things. I can't imagine someone being on a plane and just like showing a random I mean, stranger like, that shit. E3 is a few months away, why not just wait? Right. Well, I get the feeling that's what they wanted that's to what they do. Want to do yeah. But, you know, some people, you, you get excited about what you're working on and it turns out you're sitting next to someone who loves what you do and you just go, ah, you're going to really like the next one. 
Yeah, but uh, people, that's people, it. You're gonna the, like it. People on the plane with me are like, "Oh, you work for Rooster Teeth? Yeah. Hey, by the way, you want to know what's going on? <laughs> you know, I'm not spilling my guts constantly. Yeah. Well, maybe he hasn't had a lot of media training. Who knows? Maybe. Oh, that's 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 unfortunate. Game not for cool, us, though. though. <laughs> yeah, for us, for it's us. great news because we got it confirmed. I'm always paranoid. Jack's got to be so happy. I, oh, used, I used to travel with uh, like a screen protector, like a privacy screen for my laptop. What you mean those ones that you like drop over? Yeah, you put it. Only, your yeah, you can, only, you can see yeah. it from dead on. And then if someone's sitting next to you, they can't see your screen. Because if, if I was working on like emails or something, I didn't want other people yeah. to see. I just like drop it on and work on it. But I, I haven't had one for a while now. Now I just I don't do sensitive stuff on the plane because I'm not a fucking idiot. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, I guess Unity will not be a PAX East. That was not on the list of stuff that they're taking. But I'm sure we'll see more about it, uh, E3. E3 is uh, first week of June, right? First uh, or second. It's early June. I, early think, June? I think yeah. it's, it might be first. So we're, uh, we're still a ways away from that. Um, uh, so then, yeah, and then, of course, after E3, the next big show is RTX, which is July 4th to yes. 6th. Woo! Just throwing that Buy out there. Now. Buy your tickets now. Um, so yeah, we're 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 gonna start our first round of press releases for RTX this week. Uh, there's some bigger ones that we Stop can't announce yet. Stop leaking us. Yeah, you want to leak it now? Yeah. Right? <laughs> hey, hey you, you, know, you like RTX? <laughs> Let me show you some stuff. Uh, then we'll have some other bigger ones come in the coming weeks as well. So it's uh, it's awesome. It's gonna be awesome. We gotta just figure out what the Gachima Hunter guys are doing there. Last year, y'all had the we'll show up the Minecraft area. Maybe so bad on, for all the people that are waiting in line. Like, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely do our best to okay. fix that also this year. We have some uh, some consultants uh, helping oh, yeah? us out with uh, moving people around awesome. and figuring out how to how to how to properly manage queues. Just tell me where to be and I'll be there. Good. I like that attitude. <laughs> uh, so this really I don't know how newsworthy this is, but I guess Smite finally launched hey. uh, yesterday, the twenty fifth. Uh, it's been out for over a year now. Yeah, in beta. Uh, in beta. Uh, but they finally launched they had a cinematic trailer uh, to, I guess, celebrate their launch. Out there it is. Yep. I always uh, like cinematic trailers. You get, yeah. I, I feel get you pumped. You got to be careful though. If you put out a cinematic trailer before you see gameplay, it can set expectations inappropriately. But in this case, you know, it's a game like we said that has been out in beta for over a year. People yep. know people who play the game know what the game's about. Mm-hmm. So it's like something like this. It's like yeah, it's like like a celebration yeah. of uh, of what's been going on. And it it's a game I like. Uh, you know, we pl- we used it in Gauntlet Season Two. At RTX, I, I think I we was did it. two let's plays on it or one. I don't remember. Did a few let's plays. Yeah, I think I, w- I think I was the only person on my team in the gauntlet who had ever played it. Unfortunately, I think our so sorry our opponent's team <laughs> had all played it, so I was a little screwed. Could not take everyone out. But yeah, so um, I mean that's that's been yeah, a long time coming. I'm, I'm glad to see it out. Yeah, that's that's awesome. They did a good thing. I don't know. I, I I actually need to read up on this. So I know when it was in beta, you could pay to unlock all, all of the, the gods. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that deal is still going on now that they're officially launched. Mm. I don't know if that was like a beta only deal. I'm, I'm going to click on my link here and All see right. if I can pull up some, some information. Research. I got to do it fast because we're running out of time. Uh, cinematic teaser earlier this year. So they received an, earlier this year they received a new arena map with fully updated art and the God of Earth character called Geb or Jeb. Uh, I don't know how to say it. So Jeb. ability, blah blah blah. Smart arena map. Blah, 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 blah. Team loses. Winners PC. Yeah. Uh, so I guess the winners PC beta. Began in June 2012. I thought it was like January 2013. I well, realized it's been that long. Clearly, you're wrong. Yeah. yeah. And drawn in more than 750,000 player accounts since then. Uh, full version rolls out today. Doesn't say anything about their uh, their monetization strategy. Uh, I got to get back to. That. I feel like I've been buried by so many goddamn games. Uh, one of the things I want to talk about today, we don't have much time left, is I got. I didn't realize that there was no NDA on this, but I got into the Heroes of the Storm technical alpha. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So. You can talk about it. You can. They even let you stream it and make videos if you want. 
Uh, so there's there's plenty of you know streams if you want to watch good people play. Uh, <laughs> you can Storm. be one of those people. No, no, I could not. So Heroes of the Storm is the Blizzard MOBA game, uh, which uh, I guess is now in technical alpha and yeah. reaching beta soon. It's um, really exciting. It's it's a work in progress. You know, it's it's not polished at all. Uh, there's a lot of placeholder stuff. I'm surprised that they don't have an NDA and they're letting people stream it. They must have a lot of confidence in it and uh, and the work that they're doing. With um between that and Hearthstone and um and Dota. Blizzard's really getting on board with the whole free-to-play thing. And they seem to be doing a fantastic job with it as well. Well, they're a, a good studio. They're, uh, they know what they're doing. <laughs> I mean, they have a long pedigree. Uh, I mean, I don't remember when they were founded. They were founded, what, like in 95? No, no, earlier than that. Earlier than that. I take it back. Sorry. Because <laughs> uh, like 96 was Warcraft 2. So they were probably founded in the early 90s. So they've probably been around for first game? over 20 years. Their first game was, was it The Lost Vikings? God, was oh, that, no, they, was they, made, they made an RC car racer. I don't. I know the Lost Vikings. I remember playing on the Genesis. Uh, it's like either she'll look it up. Yeah. So uh, in in related news, I'm gonna vamp while you look that up. Um, You're gonna vamp? Yeah. Yeah. Insomniac just had their 20th anniversary, mm-hmm. so they put out like a, a rock video, uh, like a music video. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's like highlighting their 20 year history. And it had uh, Ted Price, who's one of the the I guess the, the founder of Insomniac, and they're working on Sunset Overdrive currently for the Xbox One. So but they made uh, what Ratchet and Clank, uh, Spiral the Dragon. Uh, what was it? Okay, team? here we go. RPM Racing for yes. the SNES. RPM right. Racing. I fucking called it. And their I second, did it again. I was and graffitiing. Their, their second one was the Lost Vikings. <laughs> fucking yeah. What, what years were those? Uh, so RPM Racing came out in 1991. The Lost Vikings came out in 1992. Oh, so they're uh, 23 years old. They'll be hitting 25 here pretty soon. All right. Well, uh, it's time to wrap. Yeah. So uh, drop a beat. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. We'll you be back on Monday <laughs> with another episode of RT Podcast. And next Wednesday with another episode of Patch. Thanks for watching, everyone. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.